Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine, coming to you with a weekly podcast, Common Sense MD. Today I'm going to talk about something that's already here early, and that's influenza. So the flu season is here, officially. It's ramping up. It's already here. We have a lot of hospital beds filled with it. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about, about flu today. You know, we haven't seen influenza in about two and a half years, probably because COVID-19 took the spotlight. Everybody was staying indoors. Flu is very contagious, so people weren't communicating it more, and they were really more worried about COVID, and rightly so. But so we really, we really didn't see much of it in the last two and a half years. Now, this year, it's here with a vengeance, and probably because of that and the fact that everybody's immunity is kind of lowered. They haven't been out, so their immune systems aren't uh, working as well as they could be. And that's our goal is to get your immune system to working well. Um, and it's really um, bad right now because there's a couple other things that we're still dealing with. RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, uh, which can be worse than the flu in a lot of people. And we still have COVID-19 going around, although a lot milder. But in any event, um, so we have three things to deal with. And here it is December. And we're seeing a lot of it, and there's going to be more of it this winter, so you better get yourself ready. So I'm going to talk a little bit about um, keeping your immune system healthy and testing and treatment for these things. Um, you know, if you, it's hard to tell what you have unless you really get tested for it. Now, if you just have a cold, you're going to have a runny nose, probably a mild sore throat, and some nasal congestion. But if you have influenza... You're going to have itchy, watery eyes. You're going to be sneezing. You're going to have an itchy throat and nose. Um, you're going to have fever, chills, body aches, headaches. You're going to be really tired. Some of the same symptoms that you're going to have with COVID are RSV. Um, as you know, RSV is more dangerous for small kids and elderly adults. Um, it's usually not too bad in in uh, just adults or teenagers but it's certainly we're seeing a lot of that too so you need to kind of know which one's which because you treat them all a little bit differently so as we switch into high gear for this winter season you need to be ready um, so i'm going to talk about influenza today mostly there's two types type a and type b type a is usually going to be h1n1 or H3N2. That's the major one. And type A tends to be worse than type B. And really, I talked to one of the laboratory people that work at the hospital, and about 80% of what they're finding now is type A, which is worse than type B. It's more lethal, takes longer to recover from. And uh, the type B is still out there, though. It can be rough on kids as well, so you can't ignore it as well. Um, but anyway, uh, type A is also probably the most contagious because type B takes a while to mutate, longer than type A. Um, usually with type A, which is what we're dealing with now, um, people are contagious about one day before they come down with the symptoms. That's the incubation period. Um, now, how do you treat this? Um, as you know, RSV, you treat symptomatically. There's not a lot besides supportive care that you can do 
um, unless it gets real severe and you get hospitalized with it as a kid. Um, but it can certainly get into kids and older adults' lungs, as can COVID, um, as can the flu. Um, then you can get a secondary bacterial infection on top of it. So you really have to be on top of this thing. But fortunately for influenza, which is what we're focusing on today, um, there are antivirals. Um, and ideally, you need to take these within two days of when you come down with symptoms. But you can still take them up to five days. So it's, it's useful even a little bit longer than two days. Um, Tamiflu is the one that we usually use. It's a five-day course. It's the most popular antiviral. It's been around for a while. Um, and it's very safe. Side effects, some people get a little nausea on it. Um, some people vomit on it a little bit. Uh, another antiviral for influenza is called Relenza. And it's an, an inhaler, and you use it for five days. If you have asthma or COPD, you cannot take this one. Um, Rapavib is an IV one-time treatment only for influenza. Um, so that's sometimes they'll give that in the hospital if you're severe. And then there's another one that's been out for two or three years called Zofluza. It's a, it's a pill and you just take one. So that there's an advantage to that as well. You should probably take that earlier than when you take Tamiflu. I think you need to get that in definitely within a couple days. But So there are treatment uh, for uh, influenza and of course I'll always hit you with a few things too you know one of my favorite things to have around the house for my home medical kit is Cofix I have these at each of my offices and it's a throat and a nasal spray that as soon as you get a sore throat or runny nose there's a few things I do once I immediately start spraying this stuff up my nose and down my throat and then I'll really pop my vitamin D up to 50,000 units a day for five days. I'll, I'll use high doses of C. You know, you can almost take a gram of C every hour until you feel better. And then zinc, of course, 50 to 75 milligrams. And again, I'm talking about uh, adults. Um, the flu tends to peak between December and February. It's, it's coming on earlier this year for sure. Um, this, should you get a flu shot? That's up to you. You know, I've had a lot of people down through the years tell me that every time they take a flu shot, they get the flu. And those people, in my opinion, don't need to take a flu shot. You know, it's up to them. It certainly should be your own choice. But some people, the flu shot will make sick. So it should be personal choice. There's certain, certain people that definitely should take one. Um, you know, the flu is a lot more dangerous for infants and elderly people as you know that but you know with the flu shot um, it usually has about a little less than 50 percent efficacy against hospitalization um, it mutates so rapidly so they prepare the flu shot every year and it's really an educated guess on whether it's going to hit or not um, so you really need to get tested to see what it is is it flu is it COVID-19, is it RSV? Um, in recent years, the flu shot, on average, has provided about a 43% protection rate against the disease. Um, in 2010-11, it had a 60% efficacy rate. Uh, in 2014 and 15, it had about a 19% uh, efficacy against getting the flu. So it really varies. Um, 
the, the newer vaccines are qua- called quatrivalent. That means they protect you against four different variants, uh, two A's and two B's. The two A's are against H1N1 and H3N2, if that means anything to you. But they do serotype it, and sometimes it's, it's kind of important to look at that. Um, there are tests that will tell you what serotype you have. Um, and again, anyone over six months can get the flu vaccine. Um, if you, here's who shouldn't get the flu vaccine. If you're currently sick, don't get the flu vaccine right now. Um, if you've had a severe previous reaction to the flu shot, like anaphylaxis, um, if you have a history of Guillain-Barre uh, after a flu shot, uh, which is a really bad neurologic progressive disease, and it can paralyze your diaphragm. Very dangerous. Um, if you have an egg allergy, you may should think twice about it, although in recent ones they say it's not as important as it used to be. Um, it takes a flu shot about two weeks to start working, and it lasts about six months. Um, the vaccine is a killed virus. Um, now, there's something called flu mist that's a nasal spray that actually has a weakened live virus. Um, that's really only indicated for people aged 2 to 49 that are, that are healthy. Uh, you cannot use this in pregnancy. Um, so, you know, you really don't take the flu vaccine if you've ever experienced a really severe reaction to it. Um, and again, I'm, not, I'm certainly not against the flu vaccine, um, but it should be personal choice. And I tend to believe my patients, if they don't want to take one, if they think they've had a bad reaction to it, uh, just don't take it. But just take precautions. Otherwise, like take care of your immune system and have some of this other stuff around in case you get it. And then get tested to see if you actually have the flu. What it is, there's a lot of improved uh, tests for the flu now. I'll tell you about them in a minute. But there's one other thing that elderly people, they say people over 65 should get something called a flu zone uh, vaccine. And that's a vaccine that's four times more potent um, with the antigen than your standard flu shot. Uh, probably more side effects is this as well. So uh, sometimes they push this in, in elderly people. Um, I guess I would be termed elderly since I am over 65. Um, so how do you test for this? Um, you know, a lot of the pharmacies nowadays, you can go in and get a drive-in test. And there's home test as well. Uh, LabCorp now has an FDA-approved test um, with a nasal swab. And again, with this nasal swab, you don't have to stick it to the back of your brain. You just do the anterior part of the nose. So it's not painful or really even uncomfortable and it is a pcr test which is more accurate than a rapid test Um, and it detects covid19 influenza rsv and it's again it's not a rapid test and so what you do you can actually buy this test it's a home test it's called LabCorp seasonal respiratory virus rt PCR DTC test, if you can remember that. I'll print it out for you. But you can actually buy these, and then you do it yourself at home, and you FedEx it in, and in one to two days when they receive it, you're going to have your result. Now, again, that's a little iffy if it's going to get through because you want to treat this as early as possible. Um, so that's that's the test. That or a, a fourplex test if you go to an ER, an urgent care center, and maybe even some uh, mini clinics, you're going to get this fourplex test that they run on site. 
that's going to tell you um, about whether it's flu A, flu B, RSV, or COVID-19. So that's a good thing to do if you happen to go to an urgent care. And I'm hoping some of these pharmacies will do the test in your car, drive in, drive out, and then you can call us um, and we'll treat you appropriately depending on what you have because you really do need to identify what you're dealing with. And this year it's, it's triply important because you've got these three viruses that can cause very similar symptoms. So um, there's also one, Quest Labs is going to come out with a home test as well, so I'm looking forward to kind of doing some research because certainly if you can avoid going to the emergency room and get home tested, then an early treatment, then you, sh- you certainly want to do it. But the important point is take care of your immune system. Take your vitamins. Have some of this stuff around. Uh, there's a lot of other things you can do. Um, there's one uh, that's really hard to pronounce, but it's called oscocilium. And that's a natural homeopathic medication that you can get at a lot of, of vitamin stores and maybe even some pharmacies. But it's a natural homeopathic remedy that a lot of people swear by. I've had people through the years tell me they start taking this early, and it really works. And in, the, in my research on it, it's about 50% of the time it works. Again, you need to take it early. And it's a homeopathic medication, meaning that um, it has a little bit of what uh, makes you sick. I know there's a little bit of the virus. It's diluted so many times that you can't really detect it. So it gives off this energy, and in this particular um, homeopathic medication, it actually um, comes in little pellets, and it's taken from wild duck heart and liver, and but it's diluted down so much that uh, it's not going to cause you a side effect, and it comes in these little pellets in a little tube, and you put it under your tongue. You don't touch it. Um, and you do it on an empty stomach, and a lot of people just prefer this uh, over the the other treatments that are available, and I'm certainly not against it, but, you know, and you can take this one day maybe until you'll know if your symptoms are getting better, or you can take it up to three days, so certainly you can consider that, Um, but there's other treatments um, that are more FDA-approved and a little bit more researched, but um, I'm certainly not against you taking this homeopathic medication if, if you want to, so, you know, I talked a few weeks ago about having a home medical kit. Some of these things are things that you may want to keep at your house, like, you know, one of the the tests for the, uh, like the LabCorp test that you order, go buy at a pharmacy and keep it at your house so you can do some home testing, immediately FedEx it in, and, uh, you know, within a day or two, you have your results, and then you do a telemedicine visit and don't have to go in. Uh, but certainly have your other stuff ready. I'm big on having a home medical kit. Go back and look at my podcast from a few weeks ago where I think there's certain things you ought to have at your house that may save you an ER visit. But meantime, think about the flu. It's out there um, as well as this other stuff. So you really need to take care, take your vitamins, get your sunshine, exercise, get your sleep, keep your stress down, do all those other things that you need to do to keep a healthy immune system. If so, you should be able to fight it off anyway. But certainly uh, you want to treat early for these things and and, uh, prevent getting worse from them. I hope this helps. I hope you have a great, uh, wonderful holiday season and a safe flu season. Thanks. This is Dr. Rogers from the Common Sense MD. 